And we'll check in with him. I think he's got some people from the uh, show dropping in at his gym. Good morning, everybody. Caleb and I are back. Good morning, everybody. Christine. Uh, he added Matt and Caleb's name today. No, we added our own names. <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Yes, Caleb and I are back today. Sevon is traveling back from the winter, winter mountains where he was Hey, hanging out the last week. Oh my gosh, I almost choked on my coffee just to start us out this morning. Caleb, how you doing? There it is. <laughs> Off to a great start. I do believe we're going to have Jethro check in with this morning. Um, he has some people dropping in over at his gym. So we are uh, going to check in with him. How long has he been open now for? A couple months? A few, yeah, a few months, I think. It hasn't been very long. But his gym is beautiful, and I would love to go over there if I was close. Dude, you just did a fancy camera angle switch. What was that? Well, I switched. I had. I found my webcam because I lost it in the move. It was under the seat in my truck, so I found the <laughs> webcam and I was like, "Oh, let's set it up." And I went to set it up, and it just doesn't look right. So I'm gonna fiddle with that later. <laughs> oh, that was cool. It was like a. It was like a switch. Yeah, it's like uh it's like we're a real production here. Let me see if I can find Jethro's Instagram here. All I get is Beaver and, and D'Souza. All, all you get? That's more than enough. <laughs> all right, let me send this uh link over to to Jethro here. We'll get him checked in. We'll check out his gym. See him working out. We got a, a couple of things on our uh notes as well. Oh shit. He's an Android. Of course he is. So you know what that means. To figure out another way to send him a link. Fuck. We can send it. Uh, I can send it to his DMs. <laughs> Just DM him. Yeah. He's got a great page too. Yeah, it looks good. Robert, is this Matt's new show? Yep, it sure is. It sure is. Christine Young, embarrassing. Yeah, it is. It is for him, isn't it? <laughs> 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 a, a man of such stature just living with an android come on right when i saw you bring up that clip of his thing and i saw the pvc pipe i immediately thought he was coaching somebody who was blind i don't know why <laughs> just the way that he was standing with that pvc pipe i was like wow Impressive. he's really yeah he's getting after it okay let me uh give me one second since i have to go off script here to send him a link um, all this beautiful new equipment, huge dude, look lettering at on the wall. Wow. For those of you guys that can't see it, it just it's very clean. Everything in oh, there yeah. just like, like the walls are painted like this off-white. He's got a beautiful CrossFit Chief Nation logo and American flag. Uh, you know how hard it is to find that color to like to find that specific color? Because you can't just get white. You have to right. get like an off-white. And there's no such thing as off-white. It's like a di it's like a I don't even know what the word for it is, but I I had such a hard time trying to find like an off white because that's really yeah. just what I wanted to paint. And it's like an antique white, an eggshell, yeah. if you Egg, will. But that's the thing. Eggshell is a type of paint. Egg it's not like a it's not an off white. Get, like, it's not like a color. Oh, see. Jay Hartle's throwing light gray in there and shit. Oh wow. It yeah. could be a little yeah. bit of a light gray. Yeah. Yeah, like Kenneth went eggshell too. Matt, Audrey, Matt. Like okay, it, yeah. okay. Good. All right. So, like, paint. 
I threw uh, the link over to Jethro, so I'm sure they'll be uh, checking in with us soon. I think he's got like Jody and like Garrett over there and like everything else. Like, yeah, dropping in on a Sunday. Good for him. You could tell he just opened his gym because he's still open on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't do that. You're 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 past the Sunday Sunday classes, dude. When I first opened up opened up the gym, I was like, we're gonna be open from 5:30 a.m. till 7:30 p.m. We're not closing. And literally through the middle of the day, I stayed open. I had open gym. Like I was uh, open through Sunday to like noon or one or something. Um, same with on Saturdays. And then quickly, you're just like, fuck, nobody shows up to these. Like you're really? there all day for like two people throughout the week. Yeah. Between one and three, like nobody shows up to the gym. And even when you want to like open it up. And, and the funny thing is, is like you go back to this perceived value and perceived is such a good word because people will hear this laundry list of like, oh, you have all these class options. You come to open gym during the middle of the day. I'm open on Sunday. They're like, all right, yeah, this is awesome. I got lots of options. And then they never fucking come to any of them. Yeah. Right. It's like it took us a long time to get a 6:30 a.m. class because I knew for a fact that everybody that was asking about it, I'm like, are you guys gonna show up? Because I gotta plug a coach to this. I gotta make it work. And if I, was I don't ask, how do you determine that? We can talk about that after this. Yeah. Part. Susan's been cleaning your parking yeah. lot. Okay, we got him here. The man, Jethro. What's up, buddy? I'm hardly the man, but that's all good. What's up, guys? How you good doing, morning. dude? Well, great. I got some guests over here. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Hey. What's <laughs> up? Zevon's traveling right now, so you're stuck with the B team, the B celebrities. Oh, we love you guys. You're hardly uh, the B team, guys. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. hardly the B team. Caleb. So I how's it going? Look at that fucking gym, dude. It looks it's so awesome. nice. It's awesome. it's great. Video yeah. doesn't do credit. It's yeah. awesome in here. So cool. Yeah. yeah. So what'd you guys just do? What'd you guys, did you guys just finish up a workout? Sure, yeah. no. I got beat up last I night. did a really nice mom and uh, stretched and tried the rope. Yeah, it was fun. Nice That's place. awesome. Yeah, Wait, I is did that the first, rope. Is that your first time trying a rope climb? Oh my God, no, I can do, oh. I, I was just saying, I can, I used to be able to do 10 in a row. I can't even do one now. Well, I did, I did two, but I used yeah, to, be able to. <laughs> I haven't had a rope, access to a rope in a couple of years. So I did pretty good. Oh, awesome. We're like the, the famous East Coast Sevenistas here. That's true. Yeah. Hardly get as much love on the We're East Coast. Spreading as, the word. As, as We're spreading the word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give us give us a little walkthrough. So did you guys you guys got there early? Like, is this private just for you, or is Jethro open on Sundays? What's going on? Um, yeah, no, Je Jethro has an open gym on Sundays. So I messaged Garrett and Colleen, and we just hooked up today. Yeah, I drove down from Hartford, and they drove from Long Island. Southampton, yeah. Oh, so that's awesome. Terrible. So yeah. you guys are somewhat close by then, right? It wasn't too. Uh, I was two hours. I'm an oh, hour. Wow, about yeah. an hour. Yeah. I just, threw on an old, I just threw on an old podcast and drove. Before you know it, you're here. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Jethro, give us a little, like, spin of the gym real quick, and then we'll come back yeah. to these days because I want to, yeah, look at it's, that For those of you who are kind of new and have never seen the gym before, so we just opened up. It's going to be two months. Uh, on the second, we have your basic rig over here. Uh, nice space. It's about 53 by 56, 60 feet by 36 we have rowers, we have the bikes, we have all the good tools that we need to make sure that we have everyone get the fitness in. Uh, like you said and mentioned, we have uh, three bay doors. We can go outside and really have a good time with running. You know, we have a what we call the recovery room. 
So we do have that good option of people trying to just relax. Yeah. So I'll show you what we got here. Do you have a little spa? Oh, damn. We have a little spa that everyone likes to uh, relax in. We have a really comfy, cozy massage chair that hits all the right spots. Damn. And then, of course, you know, if you want to lie down, we have the Norma Tex, the uh, boot system. Nice. Anyone that wants to, you know, recover with their legs. Little therapy couch. Love it. Look at that logo. Couch, yeah, awesome. you know. And, of course, our branded uh, entryway, which we uh, had to have. Damn. Damn. That place looks incredible, bro. You must be so stoked. You yeah. got a front desk and everything. You're like a legit business. Yeah, dude. So, so oh, wait, look at that. Wait, hold on. You got the, the like whiteboard. Oh, wow, dude. That's is that wallpaper? How did you do that? We made stickers. Damn, you just slap them up on the on the wall like that. Yeah, we uh, they're like uh, in sections, so we made sure we had the clean split jerk. Wow, and this part right here, we change it's actually a uh, a dry erase board. Oh, okay. What are you what are you gonna put up there? Is that like a, a movement of the month or like a, a employee? Yeah, so we month? had we had a little quote here, so we took it down. So for this, we're going to do the open members. We're gonna have my buddy Derek do the actual CrossFit Games logo. Uh, and then everyone's gonna be signing it as they sign up for the open. Dude, that's Dude, awesome. Legit. So is he the same guy that did the did the chief logo in the gym? Yep, yep. Dude. Same guy. Yeah, he's he's my training partner. So we're the one. He's the one that does all of our graphic design, uh, all of our pages that we have on our Instagram. Uh, he does all that stuff. Dude, Beautiful. yeah, that logo is so dope. <laughs> I, we're having a new run of shirts come out, so I got to get you guys a bunch of them. You know, with the chief logo. Hopefully, you don't get canceled about it. So, uh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> well, we haven't thus far. I don't know if the shirt will do us. So, dude, tell us real quick. So, you're two months. You're two months in. How has everything been going? Has it been as you expected? Is it is the hours manageable? Like, give me the little rundown two months in. Yeah, so two months in, uh, we have five classes a day. We have two in the afternoon uh, on Saturday, open gym on Sunday. Uh, fortunately, I've been able to manage it. Everyone's been so accommodating. Uh, everyone's been really, really cool. And uh, we have actually so many people signed up for the open. We have over 60% of our membership signed up for the open. We're still growing. So it's something that's really, really exciting. Uh, actually, we have the NYPD uh, CrossFit team coming in here today and doing a workout uh, oh, at 10:30. We had—I don't know if you guys follow the uh, page—but we had the FDNY, the Fire Department of New York, come in this week, and they actually did a workout here. I know you might have posted it earlier. Yeah, that's the uh, thank you from everyone that was here for the FDNY. So we have Eric over here from the NYPD CrossFit team. He is the president. If you want to give us a shout over here. Hey, 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 what's going on, brother? Hey, hey all right. How you doing? And he, he actually back. followed the podcast as well. So he his handle is what on the page? It's Dr. Evil. Ah, all right. Okay. Man, all right. Man, yeah, I'm not, I've, I've talked with you on uh, IG. I sent you the L3 study stuff. And oh, discussed, right on. Uh, awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're bringing the group together for a workout with the NYPD guys. Is that what you're doing today? Yep. What are you guys going to do? Uh, Jethro is going to be, I think it's a Hiller workout, right? Yep. Yep. It's going to be a fun workout. I'm going to keep it disclosed for now until they, uh, they get here to what we're going nice. to do is we're going to present it to them. It's a partner workout, which is pretty good. So we're pretty excited to have them here and I'm going to have my content creator come on down and uh, take some cool video. I actually have a cool video already with the FDNY that I'm going to post tomorrow. 
uh, you'll be seeing that, all the little excerpts. And uh, yeah, everything's going going really, really, really well. Uh, Garrett, Colleen, little Garrett and Jody came by, people uh, hanging out, uh, had some Paper Street coffee, uh, compliments to Gabe and the Paper Street coffee team. I think we're still drinking it, right? We're still drinking it? Nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, that's a little one. And that's little Garrett. That's little Jay. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. How are awesome. You? Show, show Matt your skateboards. Oh, so dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was, was going to get it going, so. Dude. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much for kind of inviting us in and showing us around. These little uh, check-ins with you are really cool. I know everybody watching is stoked to see it. And uh, spin yeah. us around to our ladies one more one more time here before we before we let you guys go. Oh man, you guys are awesome. Yeah. Bye guys. I, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed your work out there. Jethro didn't work you out too hard. You'll be all right. You're gonna survive I'm it. Gonna <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks so much for checking in with us and and for going over there and like hanging out. I mean, this is this is really cool. You're seeing this community like in action right now in real life and people. Caleb and I are just faces and screens, but look at yeah, you yeah. guys, real people. Screen names. <laughs> <laughs> All the screen names here. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you, ladies. Thanks for checking in, and we uh, appreciate Bye. you. Yeah. And Jethro, brother. Good luck with the workouts. Keep us posted. Hey, dude, whenever you get any of that media stuff, like, you know, what you did with the with the New York firefighters, what you're going to be doing here with the uh, police officers, like, shoot it all away. We would love to help promote it and and keep showing what you're doing down there. It's awesome work, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for all your help. Uh, love My love to everybody over there. Savan, have a safe ride back home. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep you posted. We'll talk to you this week. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Bye. Later, dude. Later, man. Peace out, little Garrett. He's out there as well. Damn, that's his gym looks great, dude. He's he got the Normatec boots, dude. I know gyms have been around that don't have half that shit. Dude, that's what it's fucking wow. His gym is awesome. Um, yeah, if you're lucky enough and you live by uh, Jethro there and um, CrossFit Chief Nation, you should definitely go check it out. That place looks incredible, and he's hitting the ground running. He's got a lot of stuff going on, which is great for him. I love the fact too, like he's already got some of the stuff coming in with the with the law enforcement obviously him being a part of that working for that but like along with the fire departments and like everything those are some um, pretty big entities the fdny because i know they i think they have their own their own barbell clubs and they're kind of i think they're both affiliated and uh a lot of them work crossfit events like a lot of them will go volunteer and be judges or work the medical staff and stuff like that i met a lot of those guys that are so cool they do a lot yeah. of their community and that's how you do it. Like you, you bring them in there like that for workouts and like everything else. And then, um, and then slowly next thing you know, they're asking like, Hey, can you come help us with some of the training stuff? Like, Hey, can we bring these people in here to expose them to this? And that's how you get those contracts and stuff like that is huge because if you're able to lock down one or two of those, it gives you so much breathing room to the month to month, with the keeping up with the membership and everything else there, you know, it's yeah, funny. This, uh, my two cents said maybe Matt can tag the walls. One of the funniest things when I first opened the gym is everybody asked if I was going to like paint something on there. And I was like, no, like I just thought it looked, I, I always thought it looked so like tacky when you would come in and there'd be this like terrible graffiti, like up on it, up on the wall. And it would like say something like, I don't know, totally ridiculous. And it just looked, it just looked bad. It's like, it's like, those, like those gyms that have like murals of rich and Tia and Matt, like, 
and then like yeah. graffiti lettering around it. I don't know. I just find yeah. it is a little tacky. It's not very clean. I'm I'm definitely more like enjoy the the, the aesthetic of clean. A hundred percent. Like when I see Jethro's gym, it just makes me happy. Like everything has its place. Like it feels yeah. really clean and open. And I'm like, yes. Like if I go in there and there's like gross graffiti on your walls and like there's dust rings around your plates because that last one hasn't been moved then it's like eh, probably not too <laughs> stoked about that um rb Souza, you hosting the longer workout with uh hayward police department uh is the same yeah it is the same and i've been lucky enough to have those guys in um it's actually the swat team uh the unit that longer served with um if that's even what you call it i probably screwed that up but the swat team that he served with comes in every year to the gym um during the summer and i think we've done it now for four years might even be a little bit longer but yeah that whole entire group comes in the whole swat team comes in we all do his uh hero workout um we have a lot of fun with it and uh and yeah i really enjoy having those guys in the gym some of the some of the people from his family and like other people that were close will come by and do that workout and that's one of the things that makes me so stoked about owning a crossfit gym is being able to provide a space and a, a platform for things like that um because that's where they exist. That's where they belong. That's our base, the first responders and being able to honor them and their jobs and do it inside the affiliate is uh, an incredible privilege that I enjoy being able to do. Okay, should we run through some of these? Today's going to be kind of a shorter show, speaking of which, because I am going down to the uh, gym here. We are open on Sundays. For the next eight weeks, we do the challenge workout with everybody going through Grace's um uh, challenge so they all show up as a team and uh, do different workouts and games down on Sundays. so i'll either go down there and film or take some pictures um or just help kind of with uh, some setup or whatever grace needs we also do a live it was every sunday nights but now it's shifting for the next two weeks because she'll be gone this evening and i'll be gone next sunday um i don't recommend you necessarily come <laughs> come and watch it because unless you're specific to the challenge it'll be real boring like last like year i think i would always see like bruce wayne pop up <laughs> and just be like really tj coming in hanging out with this like i hope you uh get something out of it um walter susan did you know randy johnson was from your town just put a giant big unit on your wall um <laughs> like the big fat head uh uh thing of rich but instead ours is uh, randy johnson <laughs> yes, Randy Johnson was from Livermore. Um, that was like a big thing in our high school because I went to the same high school as him years later. And they had this like whole book about him and everything else. Let's say, do they have like a wall dedicated to that guy? That's usually it what was just, yeah, it was like a small like shelf <laughs> where we kept his book and like not a lot of people, not a lot of people uh, knew really. Like if you played baseball or you went to Livermore High, you were like super into it. You know what's more famous in Livermore? is the longest lasting light bulb yeah it's it been still... going over 100 years oh it's still going they have a live webcam to it <laughs> it's how inside, of, it's inside of fire station dude <laughs> how does it keep yeah. going i don't know 100 years 100 meal light bulb cam. oh my god it's real yeah. and the website is just as old as the light bulb that was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh yeah dude that's a, at a fire station relatively uh, close to the gym, um, actually, which is kind That's of funny. Fucking hilarious. Uh, All right. Let's see. Cool. I don't know if I ever turned on this Bluetooth. Yes, I did. Let me connect it. I don't think the phone's connected. But if anybody would like to try to um, 
call in to see if it's working. Um, it's connecting now. I don't know if it is. Matt, can you explain your contract? I'm curious what your partnership is. Eric, yeah, and I owe you a call, dude. There's a couple of people, and I've talked about this on a few shows, where, like, there's a couple of people um, that have, like, reached out, wondering what I do with the fire department and everything else, and I keep, like, putting it off and being like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this, like, show, and I'll explain the whole entire thing, and then I just never execute on it. And I do owe you a uh, call, Eric, because I know I think at some point I exchanged numbers with you or – might have even been somebody else but yeah so here's how the contract works super in a super small little nutshell we'll keep the details for later but basically um same thing that jethro was doing i was bringing some of the fire department people in that were in charge of um the academy and they saw the way that i trained we had multiple conversations about here's what i would do if i were in charge of it here's what it would look like here's where i would put the emphasis on things like that and they were really into it. They had already been members of my gym and and part of the class. So they knew kind of the philosophy that I had and the way that I ran the affiliate. And they were like, hey, we want to bring you um, in to do these academy. And basically, for me, what I had to do, and this is the most important part for anybody trying to get a contract, is you have to be willing to, uh, not willing to, but you have to have something that shows numbers that quantifies what you're doing. So the two numbers that I used was a mobility assessment where we tested like their ankle, their hips, their overhead, you know, um, position, all that stuff. And then I jotted all of it down, scored all of them on that. And then from there we took their in-body scan. So I had their body fat percentage, their skeletal muscle mass and their weight. And then you basically use that as like round department numbers, but those are metrics that you have for each, uh, each recruit in this case. Um, and then I had them, uh, I submitted like a program that was like essentially elongated on-ramp program where we really focused on overhead squat. I mean, overhead press squat and hinge and built a lot of capacity in those, uh, main three movements, um, as well as normal, uh, you know, CrossFit style workouts and stuff like that. But that took a while to build up. I didn't just throw them right into the fire. Like I explained how we're going to build from the ground up and, and by week five or six, they would be doing. Uh, essentially regular CrossFit workouts. Now, here's going to be the controversial thing. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. When I explained to the fire departments and the recruits that they're going to be doing CrossFit, I also explained to them what they won't be doing in the initial program. And um, some of those movements include rope climbs. Some of those movements include handstand push-ups. Some of those movements include squat snatches um, and things like that. The reason why those are void in the academy is because those movements tend to have a higher risk for people that aren't normally uh, exposed to them or don't have capacity in them. So here's what I mean by that. If I program rope climbs into the workout, we could have the argument that those have a lot of utility for the fire department and strain training, and I get that. But if one of those firefighters or the, one of the recruits rather comes down too quick and breaks their ankle or something silly because they're on the rope, they're going to essentially tell the people, hey, I have to drop out of this academy due to injury because of falling off of the rope. And then the city is going to come to me and say, hey, we need to, we need you to justify why you had our people climbing up a rope when we don't see that as a job task that they'll be doing in the academy. And then you get yourself into a little bit of trouble. So you have to be willing to justify, not willing to, but you have to justify all the movements in the workouts that you are doing as they relate to the job tasks that the firefighters will be seeing outside of the gym walls. If you can't make a very straight 
connection to that with people that aren't working out, by the way, um, then you need to tailor your program differently because that's going to be your biggest thing. You're going to have to uh, justify everything you're doing. And there's a lot of red tape there. And so just be smart about it. Like, don't like, especially a lot of people these days really conflate the CrossFit games with the sport of CrossFit. I mean, with uh, the methodology of CrossFit and you have to be able to tailor that methodology or tailor that program. Are, um, are you looking to just increase like cardiovascular capacity or like their strength or like, what are you like looking to do? Cause I, I mean, when you're in a fire Academy, you're looking at uh, like litter carries, uh, body, like dummy drags, uh, hose drags, all that kind of stuff uh, running upstairs or are you implementing those things or are you just you're looking at uh, like barbell stuff or machine work or what are you kind of doing when you do? Yeah, that? that's exactly right. So I take all those tasks that you kind of mentioned there and then I find out saying like, OK, what what exercises and what strain training will better aid them in that? Right. And so to like your your point, like the litter carry, like we do a lot of farmer carries. We do a lot of deadlifts with the kettlebells because those objects move independently. We do a lot of regular deadlifts. I have them do a lot of back squat. I have them do a lot of hanging from the bars. I have them do a lot of strict pull-ups. Um, we do a lot of weighted step-ups with just even a 20-pound med ball or a 50-pound slam ball um, or in between. I have them hold a light kettlebell on one side to do step-ups to mimic kind of the um, holding a chainsaw and stuff like that. So I really try to have a direct you know, correlation between what the exercises we're doing and how this will aid them in those movements. What, what would it cost to get a pole installed in your gym so that they can practice sliding down it? <laughs> that seems, that seems like something that would correlate, right? You, yeah. You, like a little stair ready. set and then a, a pole. That would be dope. We would, we would have, we'd have to have a separate waiver because I know all the adults in the regular class would try to be climb up there and slide down. <laughs> One thing that we had to your point is um, I took like a pulley system and uh, we ended up tying some weights to it and having the cord be the same as it is if they were going to hoist the ladder up. So that way they could practice the ladder hoist of the like turn and pull and everything else. But we're able to progressively load the weight at the end of that um, uh, rope. So that way we could build them up to whatever the weight is of the ladder or play with those, those different progressions and weight. So, yeah, that's what it all is. I know I said that was like in a nutshell and then that was like 20, $20 here. I mean, twenty dollars. That was like twenty minutes here. I was reading Dusty's question and halfway uh, responded that. So, Susan K, a million dollar question here: Would um, would you recommend affiliating when opening a new? Wait, what? Would you recommend affiliating when opening a new gym now? I think he means like, would you open the gym and then affiliate later, or would you affiliate in as well as opening the gym at the same time? I think oh, that's what talking about. okay. Yeah, I, I mean, if you Actually. If you're going to be a CrossFit gym, be a CrossFit gym. Like, I think that you open it, if you're going to be using the methodology, like slap the name CrossFit on your door and, and go all in with it. Um, I still think as a newer gym, most people are going to be uh, searching CrossFit gym near me <clears throat> when they first look for gyms. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's, a, that's an important thing that we just noticed on um, just like when you're Googling CrossFit gyms, like you have to put, like if you're, if you're looking specifically for a CrossFit gym and you Google CrossFit gyms, that's what you'll find. But if you're just looking for gyms in general and you're, but you intend to look for a CrossFit gym, all you're going to find is like 24 hour fitness, Genesis health, that kind of thing, instead of a, like an affiliate, Damn. but you could find the affiliate map. If you go to the CrossFit 
com website and you can find all your affiliates there. Yeah, I would definitely still affiliate because I think that there's a lot of um, there's still a lot of good stuff by having CrossFit on the name of your gym, just in terms of people finding you early on and stuff. A lot of the more established gyms that have been around for like five or six years that are deciding like, hey, I'm, I'm no longer an affiliate. I'm established in my community. Everybody knows who we are. Like that's a little bit of an easier choice to, to, for them to make. <clears throat> but when you're first starting out, I think it I think it's probably necessary. And if you're paying for the methodology, you're still still doing it you know what i mean uh walter caleb and Susie, can we please have uh dr j coy back on and retrace everything he can teach us and update anything about the vid that he learned yeah on x only i get terrified of these shows we even had to we played with his show around a little bit just because that was sketchy so i think that that's definitely a rumble and <laughs> uh x show only i i'm a little weary of uh youtube these days got a little squirrely when we had dale on but it worked yeah. out everything's fine for now i just get a little like freaked out um, i love having those conversations with dale dale is so he's such an interesting dude yeah i don't know if the phone is working or this is just uh someone calling me direct um hello it works okay there we go did it, did it work or did you just call my number no, no, it works. It oh, works. okay. All right. Awesome. Can the people hear me? Because the phone wasn't working. On, yeah, it was working yesterday on yours. Yeah. I was driving. I just left Greg's house and I was driving through a dead spot. So I don't know if that matters, but this phone is now forwarding to your phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're good to go. We can hear you great. How's it going? Dude, so good. I'm excited to go home. Yeah, I bet. You were away I for a little have, bit. But I, also, but I also had a blast. I fully decompressed. Awesome. Like fully. Yeah, like just like starting to walk around Greg's house in my underwear and shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're taking a shit with the door open, huh? We're getting to that level. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. All you were using the bathroom on the other side of the all house, you're using the one right next to your room. <laughs> yeah, all that. All that. It was so good. It was so good. Well, we checked in with Jethro. Oh, yeah. How was that? It I was heard great. You guys talking about how nice the gym is. Dude, it's so good. He's, he's, yeah, he's stoked. He's uh he's doing some great stuff already. He's only been open two months, you know. He's already got the the, the hey, fire department um, and the police department. Yeah, cool. it's incredible. Caleb, you you kind of uh you're starting to make it in the world. I saw a comment attacking you on YouTube the other day. Someone said something about like how much would it take to give that guy a personality or something. Is it that same dude in every same fucking dude. show? God. Same dude. I know. He's good. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's, you he's, haven't made it. Sorry. No, no, no. It's because it's because I I acknowledged him the first time and then now he just he thinks that he's under my skin so he just keeps <laughs> making the same comment you <laughs> fed the raccoon by the back door and now he just keeps coming back yeah, yeah exactly right. I, I th i'm i'm not gonna acknowledge that one uh just because i he's not he hasn't come up with new material yet you know I gotta, yeah it's not gonna let that one just kind of fester uh, but yeah i saw that <laughs> and the first call the first comment he made he said that i'm uh <laughs> equated me to brian friend so I, oh. that one that one kind of hurt actually i was i was a little <laughs> so, down yeah, that one I was like, I sheesh, that's that's rough. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm a little recovered from that one. That was like last week, so I've had some time to like think about it in my head. But then he's made the same comment, so I'm like, all right, well, you need some new new material. 
Odd loves it. <laughs> she likes. Hey, you guys, <laughs> leave leave Caleb alone. He's gonna take that shit to heart and start talking more on the show. We don't have airtime for him. <laughs> I gotta start my own channel. Oh he's my just a, He's just a, he's just a pretty face. Hey, um, you know um, whose account I went to for the first time last night? Like in two years, I went to Dan Blazarian's account. Do you remember that guy from like when? Oh yeah. I feel like that's like circa 2012 Instagram, like God. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How was it? So I searched his name and it wouldn't even come up. So I had to go to Google and I typed in his name and then just put in Instagram. Dude, he's like, he's, he's just, he's more, he's more savage than ever. Yeah. It's crazy. It is, it is a crazy account. We have it up on here and uh, Caleb's called it. It's just Beaver. It's still Beavertopia. Yeah. Yeah. He even got married and they still got all Beaver. Is that real? He really got married, huh? I think this might be the third time he's been married on it. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, he's been married a few times. <laughs> hey, but you know what's crazy. crazy too is like, no matter how cheesy, like and, and ridiculous, I want to think it, I can't. Like, what do I you see mean? him like fucking? I just see him like surfing behind a fucking yacht, and I'm like, yeah, that's dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> I see. Hey, um, rappers have one helicopter in their shots. Look at all of his shots have two helicopters, one on the ground and one landing behind it. I mean, it's just, it's just genius. I just really, I don't know. Just, he's just, he's like our modern day Hugh Hefner. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what he is. He's got this picture here. Yeah. There he is. He's, uh, what is he doing? Skimboarding? Like, <clears throat> yeah, wakeboarding. Isn't that crazy? Dude, that's like a seven. That's like ten million, dude. That's a hundred million dollar. That's a seven-story yacht, dude. I have no compre- I have no understanding of money, so that's that's about yeah. as much money as I. Yeah, think that of. that. Yeah, that thing's crazy expensive. <laughs> Is it a Lamborghini? Crazy, crazy. I mean, it's not his. There's no. No, but he's even renting has a plane it. With the, he has a plane with his emblem on the. Uh, unless that guy photoshopped it, but that he has a plane with an emblem on the. Uh, yeah, there's a on glare the, on that on the tail. There's a glare on this ping pong table, and I definitely thought it was a huge line of coke. <laughs> like instantly <laughs> when well I, I saw the jet that table, I'm like, whoa, that's fucking someone's gonna die. Yeah, dude, that's uh he's definitely like the modern day playboy, huh? Yeah, like right? Hugh Hefner. Here's the thing that I wonder though, right? Like you see all these photos or like the one where he's surrounded by like all these girls and stuff, but like you know he's dealing with a shitload of like drama. You're not getting like you're not getting how many does he have in this boat? Two, four, six, seven or eight girls together on this boat and not having to deal with their shit. Like, I'm sorry. At some point, they are all like bickering and complaining about each other. There's a pecking order, there's a hierarchy, you know? Like are all they of that. around him or is he like, okay, girls, let's get a photo for Instagram? Does he say that or is that really like they're just fluttering around him like that all the time? Dude, I think you know what? Here it is. Here's an analogy that I think our audience will understand and appreciate. Dan is the uh the board of CrossFit and all the chicks are the internal workings. So you know how it is. Everybody's just <laughs> trying to jock to get close to the top. Everybody wants yeah. to get Everybody wants to be the special girl. You know what I mean? The one that gets invited first. I'd have been an amazing woman. (laughs) I got to completely figured out. I'd have been an amazing woman. Oh, my gosh. Hey, hey, I watched this um, 
there's this uh, author, I bet you you'll know his name. I forget his name, but I watched him do a one hour lecture yesterday on YouTube. He's the author of uh, Coddling America. Is that the name of the book? Coddling. It sounds familiar. I, the Coddling of the American Mind. The lecture, I didn't know. Yes, yes. Super famous book. Uh, I, when I was listening to the lecture, I didn't know that that was the guy who wrote it. Uh-huh. Hey, basically like if you hate your children like if you really especially if you have daughters if you do if you just want to just completely derail your daughter get your daughter a cell phone i listened to an hour lecture basically of what happened in 2012 when instagram launched and people gave their kids cell phones yeah like it's basically the worst thing you could do to your kid like you really i know people are gonna be like oh seven once again extreme fine but if you really want to make insecurity a uh, low self-worth um, confused about what's important. It's not just get your daughter a cell phone. Mm. It, it's like, it is the demise. It, there was some crazy stats. Like there were pre- pretty much no instances of boys doing any cutting. That was strictly a female phenomenon yeah. until the advent of Instagram. Suicide rates skyrocketing. Like it is the portal to every horrible statistic that happens to women. For, for some reason, women are more sensitive and more observant. Mm-hmm. according to this guy his theory and hey it's, it's all correlates right of course yeah but 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 there isn't a competing theory yeah well you know how and they so you just see the demise of a whole generation of women and it's it's just, and the dudes are getting fucked because they're getting addicted to porn right and uh on a but what's crazy is, is guys think oh it's that i like pussy or that i like girls or that i'm attracted to that but actually it hijacks that it's not the pussy or the that they're going after. It actually becomes the stimulation from the phone. Right. To get intertwined and then you're fucked. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? You know, they say like the only the the real way people could kind of open their mind to new ideas or change them, you know, uh, is by reading because you're listening and opening new ideas, but as you read it, it becomes the voice in your head. So it's it's harder to uh, argue yes, it, yes. right? So I wonder yes, how much yes, of that yes. that plays into this is as I'm looking into something that is I feel like I'm alone or like it's personal because it's just me and my phone. Right. And then you're looking in and you're you're consuming that material and then you're also reading and stuff about it. Like, I think that that has the way for it to really plant the seeds of evil in there. Right. Because then you start questioning everything. You start to play the comparison game all the time with my life sucks. Look how cool everybody else's life is. Look how good looking they are. Look how many friends they are have and what have you. And then you go, yeah. They do all they they do all of that, dude. People looking at likes or how many followers they have. Everyone should have to lose their Instagram account twice. Mm. Mm. I just wish we had a reset. You remember that day we talked about this a while back ago, and this was probably like maybe even a year ago at this point, but like Instagram had an issue and for like a few hours it just didn't really load for anybody. Everybody Do you remember this? Yeah. 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 And, oh, yes, yes, yes. Hey, that was during some weird time too, right? Right. It was, it had something to do with Trump or something. And you and I both had the same like outcome with it. We were like, man, I was stoked. I was hoping the whole thing would just burn and everybody would have to start over on this new social media, right? Like that's something like oh, one, awesome. once a year, or once every like two years, they should just just fucking burn the social medias down and let everybody start back over at zero and build it back up. Also too, the whole like buying followers is crazy to me because some people don't realize that 
And it's super easy to tell because they'll have hundreds of thousands of followers and you look at their, uh, uh, what they're posting, their content, and there's like zero engagement, like hardly any comments. You know, there's not a lot of engagement with you can tell it's fake, but people still won't get that past their minds and will still pl place more of like importance on these people with these followers. It's nuts. Should not be allowed to buy them. Hey, you know what? Um, so when people first started buying, so when I used to see check blue check marks in my inbox, I would always go to those first. And right. then when people started being able to buy blue check marks, I realized, oh, even though I know they're bought, I started going to them first. Like I couldn't surpass it in my mind. I would still watch it, but now I'm numb to it. Yeah. I don't check blue check marks now. It's crazy. They lost their value. Now I've like finally overcome that hurdle. And I just see all, I don't see, I basically assume all blue check marks are bought and those people are pretty much tools. Right. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. But at first, even though I thought that I couldn't circumvent it, I would still go check them first, thinking that it was someone who could, I, that I, um, it was like somehow, because you want the verified people. Like you want Charles Lawrence who's verified by Instagram because then you know his record for the 50 mile world record's real. Right. Or if it was a director of a movie and you, you know, you look up a famous actor and there's 15 of them, you want the blue check marks so you know which one's not the fan page, right? Yeah. But it's lost all that value now. Now it's just like, now it's just, and when I say tools, obviously there's some people who, who buy it and, and it helps them with work, right? Because it pushes your comments to the top. It lets you navigate the, the social media at a higher level. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not blaming those people, but if you're not making money off your social media and you got a big check mark, it's like, eh, yeah, you're kind of a tool. Yeah. David Weed is asking us if we're okay. I think I, think I was so. even. <laughs> When I'm balls deep in your bunghole, I'm perfect. So right now, I guess I'm only okay, David. Hey, Andrew Hiller, and, I'm and a the tool. thing too is, and the thing is too is, well, so Hiller, there's a perfect example of someone who fucking works it, right? He's what taking mean? full advantage of his blue check mark. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's not he's not doing it so for some reason just because he wants the blue check mark. He's using it so his comments stay at the top so that whatever benefits you get. There's even some there's even some discussion that you're less likely to get your account banned. Oh, interesting. Because you're a paying hey, customer. Yeah, you get your account. yeah. But yeah, I had a real sense. verified account and I had my account banned. Yeah. 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 Well, you got swept up in that aggressive shadow ban and canceling of <laughs> anybody who is sharing information about the vid. Hey, in the, in, in the street corner, in the street corner conversation, I'm paraphrasing what he said, but he basically said that at some point, you know, he liked Katrin, but when she would post about him and his followers tripled or whatever, then he started getting confused if he liked the what came with her that um, or or actually her. Oh, that's interesting. Right, that he liked yeah. the idea of, of of the attention that the two of them were getting together, or if it was her, like the two kind of got a little conflated. Yeah, weird and maybe he wasn't was he around long enough to realize that it actually didn't fucking matter <laughs> like what, what, what do you mean like the numbers on the screen right like we like have been growing this youtube channel and stuff like that at some point you reach a tipping point where there's so much attention and numbers that other opportunities come your way but at first and especially if you're just getting the followers because you're of association with somebody it's just the numbers changing on a screen like it doesn't actually affect you in life other than the the value oh, that you're placing on it, right? 
Because when you go from like zero followers to a thousand followers, you might be like, hey, this is cool. And then from 1,000 to 10,000, you're like, cool, now I got a 10,000.1. It feels like I'm, you know, I've made it in the world of social media. But really, there's not a lot of difference in your life between 1,000 and 10,000 followers. And then as you go from 10,000, maybe to 50,000 or to 100,000, then things might change. People start to reach out to you or assuming that it's not purchased uh, followers, right? And you're building something, you're building a platform. But a lot of people get stuck between that thousand and ten thousand, or even the ten thousand to a hundred thousand, and start to think that because that number is changing, they have some sort of importance. Like the what, followers we have on the Sevon podcast, even though it's one fifth of what I used to have, are way more valuable than the hundred thousand I used to have. Yeah, hundred percent, because they're engaged, and I mean, look at this—they're going over there and hanging out at Jethro's gym and meeting up with each other and they have chats and they're doing their own workouts and all this stuff, right? Like that's a fucking how about living, Seema breathing community. How about Seema and Fergie are dating? How about people are dating from the Sevenistas? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's And I also think that's what makes street parking so valuable because they they have done that because at scale. Well, you know... <laughs> Yeah, and they do the meetups and they have, you know, they're building real relationships off of meeting each other online, which is something that we do here as well, which is makes the community special, makes it different. Hey, if I play you something real quick, you want to react to it? Yeah, you know the you know the um Matuthians getting close to coming out. I can't Go wait. Ahead. I'm ready. I'll react to it. Yeah, I can't I'll wait. Cause you oh, have... do I have to do I have to look at the stream? Do I have to look at the stream? No, 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 no. You're gonna hear it. I just want you to think about. Did, did I? Do you still have these, Caleb? From oh. I changed the date on them, but you might not have them. I could bring it up if not, dude. Don't stress it. Let's see. I got it. What? Uh, what uh, let's go to the the very first one that says "be be a hero." Oh, what the fuck did I just do? You guys hear an echo from me now? Because now I have it on YouTube also. No, I don't hear anything. At least okay. not yet. Um, oh, it looks like you and Caleb are in the same room on my phone. Yeah, we are. We decided to get together for this oh. one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right okay, so to, to set this up here, this is from the Ice Coffee Hour. This um, uh, is a podcast with Jack and Graham Stefan, if you guys are familiar with them. Um, and they're interviewing the uh, this famous divorce lawyer, um, which uh, Sevon knows about because his mother was one. But let's go ahead and um, play this real quick uh, here, Caleb. I want to be seen as a heroic person. How can a guy be a girl's hero in a relationship? What is heroic but doing the hard thing? The hard thing to do and the right thing to do are almost always the same thing in every sphere of life. Think about it. Every movie you've ever watched, the hero says to the woman, I gotta go. I gotta go fight that bad guy, or I gotta go take out the villain who's in the saloon, or I gotta go on this mission. And she goes, no, please don't, don't go, stay. If he went, yeah, you're right, <laughs> screw that. Let's go back inside. He's not the hero anymore. The hero goes and does what he has to do. He does the hard thing, because it's the right thing. Every guy wants to be seen I think we're fucking lacking heroes in the United States. Damn. I think I think Damn. majority of the people would want to just fucking stay inside or when they see something come up, they'd rather just bust out their cell phone and film it than go out and do the hard thing or act or be the person that they want to see the change in, right? Hey, when, when, uh, so yesterday I was doing a workout with uh, Greg's uh, four kids, uh, three girls and a boy and my three boys, and I took them into the garage it's fucking 38 degrees in there. 
and I'm working them out and I'm like, okay, uh, you're going to do, um, you're going to do, uh, a hundred pull-ups cumulatively strict pull-ups. Right. Yeah. And basically when it came down to the end, um, Avi wanted to make sure he always did more than everyone else. And he wanted to make sure that he got, he did big sets at the end when everyone else was getting tired. And I could totally tell he was doing it for the three girls in the room. Yeah. And I was so fucking proud of him. <clears throat> he wanted to be the hero. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there, yeah, as a man, if you don't have the desire to want to show off uh, physically, something's wrong with you. Yep. And hey, you know what? As a kid, I didn't have that capability. And that sucked. <clears throat> that sucked. I had to forego that and just try to be funny. Yeah, but that hey, hey man, you should want to try to you should want to try to show off for girls. It's totally fucking healthy. That means you're you're on the right track. Yep, yep. Because here's the thing: when you were a kid, you still had to earn that right into society, right? Like with your people around yes, you, yes. or like amongst your peers. Yes. Like you still yes. had to find yes. a way in, even though the physicality piece, you weren't gonna out pull up anybody, but you're gonna come in there and make some right. jokes and add some value to the group some way. And I think. Going back to the conversation with the cell phones, that's why it's so dangerous is because when people, when kids, especially like through that, you know, 11 to 16 ages, they're really trying to find their way in society and like find their way within their social group and in their peers. The second they feel that rejection, rather than going back to the drawing board and being like, how else am I going to get this done? They go back and they recluse into the cell phone. And then the cell phone's going to validate like, hey, yeah, you're right. Check out all, all these other people. They're not, you know, you'll never make it within these groups or within this peer group. And then that stops them from ever trying, but then also too just creates more of the the issues, the feeling of not belonging or or uh, loneliness. Maybe they could find a CrossFit gym though and get that cured. Hey, I did stupid stuff. Everything's a mating strategy, and you start seeing like stupid mating strategies, like me putting taking out the back seat of my '77 Volkswagen Rabbit and putting in four fifteens. Yep. When I really probably should have been in football practice. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Like, everything's a mating strategy, right? Yep. Yeah. The, that's why. That's why the uh, there's the guy. Like I had. I was always brushing my hair, right? And so there's the guy who's like trying to look good, trying to get girls. And then there's the guy who's just out there just doing shit. Like he's at fucking wrestling practice and didn't care what his hair looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And I think more and more his people actions speak for himself. are actually afraid to uh, pretty much afraid to be to be that um, to be that hero, afraid to step out and do the hard things. Like everybody just wants it so easy too. like especially people that are trying to make money or anything now that just like bitch and complain. And you're like, dude, you have more access to more things with that cell phone in your pocket than you do with fucking anybody else did before. You know what I mean? Crazy. Do you work out seven days a week, Susan? No, probably my minimum is like three days a week where I like, I absolutely have to. And then ideally I, I work out about uh, six days a week. Caleb, do you work out every day? Yeah, probably in some capacity. I work out just about every day. And, and you, you, do you work out at your house or just strictly at the gym? Both. Uh, sometimes, yeah. usually I'll go to the gym and work out. But if I can't make it there, then I'm doing something at the house. I've got just, I've got the rower and the bike set up in here and a bench for some dumbbells and stuff. Because here, like, because I, um, I was here, you know, in Idaho. And 
during the drive, during the drive, I didn't work out one of the days and then two of the days I didn't work out here. And then finally I just put on a fucking ski mask and I just went out in the garage and started working out. Nice. Cause it was so mask. cold. I just, I just can't not. I, well, I did. Yeah. It was so cold, dude. I just can't not do it. I don't know how people, I don't know how people don't do it. I don't know how you just don't. You just I get, do I just have to do it. If I don't work out, my wife knows like I get really irritable or frustrated and, or like, just for no reason. But as soon as I work out, could be like 10, 15 minutes, or maybe I'll like work on the house and carry some heavy shit around. As soon as I do that, I feel so much better. I can't yeah. not do it. If I don't do it, like I'm not very fun to be around. That's for sure. Especially there's these people, you know, you'll hear these stories. Hey, I did CrossFit for two years, you know, seven days a week. And then I took a year off. I'm like, what do you mean you took a year off? Like I just didn't do workout for a year. I'm like, how? Yeah, that would and be And all crazy. these girls that we have, all these girls that we have on the show that were like, um, uh, uh, like Jennifer Say, remember the president of Levi Strauss? Uh, she, she, you do gymnastics seven days a week for ten years, and then you stop one day. I don't know how people do that. That must be a trip. That must be a trip for even boys. Like, what if Tyson? What if he played high school? You know, elementary school, junior high, high school, college, and then it's just over. Yeah, that hey. must be so fucking weird, dude. And for a lot of people too, it's it's over like permanently. Like they start to drink a little yeah, bit more, yeah, they yeah. put on the weight, and then they get so far away from oh, that person that they were that they just never come back into the gym. Or when they go to start again, they're like, "Fuck, this is really hard. I'm I'm done. I'm not gonna do this." You can tell the people that I went to college with who found something after college. When I was so all the people that I played soccer with, all the people that I worked with on the football team, you can tell the people who found something to do when they left college, and the people who didn't are severely overweight and have they just work at a desk all day and eat snacks like that's all they do so if, if they hadn't found something if they did find something they'd be in much better shape yeah wait till you go to your 20 year sure. reunion caleb you're gonna trip dude oh we had a 10 and like they were the like asking me if i wanted to come and i was like absolutely not you guys are <laughs> you done no, with it you should go hey dude it's crazy like there's like dudes who like be the star quarterback on the team or the best guy in the basketball team and like they'll be gorked and shit. You know what I mean? They'll be 70 pounds overweight, metabolic derangement, and like not, not like can't even hold a conversation. It's a trip. Yeah. All right. It's maybe a, I'll go. It's a like, yeah, it's a trip, dude. You'll be blown away. There'll be people there that you'll see and you'll be like, I went to high school with you. Like I had a bunch of those. Like I thought I knew everyone in my high school and I was like, what the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> dude, we couldn't even get our shit together to like have a 10 year reunion. I remember like the, the, invites started like cir circling around facebook or something and like i was told by one of my friends that's like hey you're not really on facebook but we're getting these things if you want to go to it and then next thing you know he was like oh everything's everything's canceled we're not even having a 10 year and i was like okay great oh my god so i don't even think we're yeah i'd be surprised if we if we even had a 10 uh 20 year uh david weed said people that work out every day don't train hard enough that's what I, I was going to say, fine. like, there's I'm fine. Yeah, I did, I'm, we, I'm OK with that. We did a workout on Friday that was um, 10 deadlifts at 275 pounds, uh, 50 wall balls, 10 rope climbs and then 50 handstand push ups. And it was a 14 minute AMRAP. And after finishing that workout, I was like, fuck, I woke up yesterday. I feel like I got hit by a train. Like a 275 yeah. deadlift isn't like crazy for me, but having it in a workout, um, even with the shorter or the lesser reps there paired with that wall ball was was tough plus um, i'm just getting older i guess in the second third and fourth grade i had this best friend named chad chad cola 
and we used to always play at recess and we always pretended like we were the bionic man for those of you who remember that show mm-hmm. and then somewhere and then somewhere our friendship just like like stopped and and in high school I, I wanted to be friends with him again but he he was just so i don't know i just couldn't he he was like i don't know if he had out matured me or what i definitely didn't out mature him and I saw him at our reunion, at our 20-year reunion, right? Because I went to I went to elementary school, junior high, and high school. And I saw him at our – and I said, hey, dude, do you ever wonder what happened to our friendship, why we didn't stay friends, like, from when we were little kids through junior high and high school? Yeah. And he said, yeah, dude, in the, in the fifth grade, my mom died. In between my fourth and fifth grade year, my mom died of cancer. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, and I remember he just went quiet. He just went inside. He was an outside guy like me. You know what I mean? Like, like extrovert. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he went introvert. Right. Oh, fuck. And it's, it was so crazy to fucking hear that, you know, 40 years later. Right. What, what did that make you feel like? We are like, oh shit. I totally had this whole other thing painted in my head. Like horrible for a second. Yeah. Yeah, Like I was like, oh fuck. But I mean, but, but I mean, I have crazy compassion on myself because I'm a little kid. And I didn't know that, like, hey, I should have pushed extra hard to stay close to him. Yeah, yeah. He was going through shit. Yeah. And we both lived in a really poor neighborhood. Right. Like, really poor. Like, right. Like, like every other house had fucking cars, trucks in the, on the front lawn. You know what I mean? Right. The tires off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, seeing fights on walking home from school was the norm. Yeah. I mean, I think when you're younger, having to deal so, with life situations like that is tough because your social group and your peers definitely don't have any of the skill set equipped to deal with it. Like, I remember when I had this uh, good friend of mine through elementary school, or actually still still friends to this day when I see him, we still chat and stuff, but his name was Matt as well. And um, his uh, his dad passed away due to a heart attack, like just outside in his front yard, uh, cleaning his truck, actually. And, um, and then I remember it was, it was like really tough for him because he was coming back into, into school and like trying to find himself and, um, and like all, like none of the, like none of us like had any, any perspective on what that felt like or what that was like, or even what to say. And so he kind of like, he like, they start to get outcasted and then because you're kind of like on your own and reclusing, like then kids start to like pick on you because of it. And then he always kind of had some anger issues afterwards with like, you know, understandably so, right? Um, and yeah, that, yeah, that fucking sucks, you know. And even as a parent to to that kid, there's nothing really much you could do, or a parent of a friend of that kid, right? Like, what are you gonna tell tell yeah, you your get kid? Get your kid a cell phone. If one of the parents dies, get your kid a cell phone. Oh, dude, that's one track, fucking <laughs> to to suicide right there. That's fucking crazy. When do you think kids should have cell phones? Like, what age? Every 16, age is kind 17. of fucked. As you long as so? As long as you, yeah, well, as long as you can, as long as you can. Yeah. But, um, I'm telling you, I'll, 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 one of the upcoming shows, I'll put a link to the lecture I saw. It's just all so, I mean, it's so obvious when I talk to people, like, it explains everything that's going on in the CrossFit scene, too. All these young people that I'm around and just the way they interact and they act. And, like, I've just been unfollowing people lately. Yeah. Like, Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't even know if I want to open the door right now, but yeah, I get that. Hey, the, do the, you... the star the star for attention shit. I've been sending some some posts to you guys. The star for attention shit is just wild to me. It pains me. It's yeah. not that. It's not that I. I just don't want to see it. I don't want. I don't want to see it in there. I don't feel like I'm seeing expressions of heart, art. I'm feeling. I'm seeing people just like 
who's just lowest common denominator shit about themselves right putting it on the internet and it's just fucking i'm embarrassed for them and i'm like maybe i'm favorite ice cream flavor and stuff (laughs) Uh, Mm. not exact everyone else's favorite ice cream flavor they're putting up there hey so are you getting pressure from like, like 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 how about these people who don't have perfect bodies but they pose and they do things and post it on the internet to make it look like they have a perfect body Right, or they could Photoshop it or but do like different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's like I'm not mad at them for it. I'm just sad for them. It's just like, hey, are you getting pressure already you, from other parents <clears throat> that are saying like, hey, your kids should be having phones or technology. They're gonna fall behind. No, what? No, you know it's so. By the way, that lecture is great on that. That that's that's a uh, myth too. That that shit doesn't happen. But um, so. One of my sons wants to um, to be able to. He uses my wife's phone or my wife's iPad to call my mom, right? So okay. he FaceTimes my mom using that. So my sons do that. So he's like, "Hey, can I have my own iPad so that I can FaceTime uh, my mom, my grandparents, my family?" And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of a good idea." And then I was talking to Greg for like five minutes yesterday. Yeah, and he was telling me one of his kids has that, and he goes, "Don't do it. It's stupid." Mm-hmm. Like it really goes, yeah, just let them use your wife. Because I, my kids never, my kids aren't allowed to touch my phone. Right. Like, not touch it. Not touch it. Yeah, it's not theirs. You set it up. No, they don't, no, no, they, they don't touch it. They're not, hey, my kids aren't. So here's another thing. If you, um, if I'm with you and I'm like, hey, Matt, look at my phone. Yeah. My kids won't come over and try to look at what um, I'm showing you. Right. But 99% of my friends kids do mm. and i always say to them hey that's not appropriate i'm not showing you something like for some reason parents aren't letting their kids know that the eye shot to the screen isn't like i'm not showing if i say hey matt uh look at this and your kid were to come over matt and look i'd be like hey i'm just showing your father right right hey well i think that goes to it's a like, larger thing like that there's, I- there's like just just kindness and basic like social nuances just people just don't don't get anymore it's fucking a trip well i think the biggest thing in underneath that umbrella is the fact that like and i've seen you do this a lot of times that when we'll be in a conversation at your house or something like that one of the boys will like run up and they'll instantly like go to inject in the conversation and you'll stop them and you'll be like hey don't you see that we are having a conversation i need you to stand right there for a moment we're gonna finish this conversation you can't just come in here and interject like that and then you'll turn right, back and, and you'll address the adult. Hey, sorry about that. Okay, what were you saying? And then you have the conversation. Then when that stops, you immediately turn to your attention and say, okay, now what, what's going on? And then, you know, then they're able to have the conversation with you. Hey, I would, I would say that out of 10 parents that are in my gym, nine of them don't do that. They, they let their kid just be the they dictate the prince, everything, hijack. dude. So their kid comes running into yeah. the room and mom, 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 and then they'll straight stop everything, go what? And then the whole group of adults have to stand there and fucking look at your kid, where they go, oh, um, oh, um, I forgot, wow. or oh, I want to see this, and oh, that's cute, okay. And then you let the kid run off, and I don't think that most people are aware of what they're actually teaching their fucking kids because their kids don't need that small little piece of attention from them. What the kid is actually doing is testing the boundaries and saying, hey, can I have the attention of everybody in this room? And I'm going to hijack this whole entire conversation. 
And then what ends up fucking happening is like your kid always has to be the center of attention. Your kid shows up to something and now we all have to fucking stare and stand at your kid and watch them roll around and have these conversations. And then if we go to about your kid and then if we go to have an adult conversation and hang out with each other, your kid just going to interject. And now everything is about them. And then what ends up happening is your kid senses. And no one likes your kid. You that's what I was going to say. No one likes your kid. No Dude, one, no one yes. Even if that's not true, a healthy parent just always remembers that. No one likes your kid. And then what happens no really is, likes your kid. is the kids understand body language and social nuance better than most adults because that's the that's a main form of communication for them at this age because they're yeah, so yeah, observant. Yeah. So what ends up happening is the, the adults stop liking their stop liking them your friends stop liking your fucking kids and your kids could sense yeah. that and then it becomes weird and man i remember back a day when i was younger back in my day like if i came up and just like interjected like that in 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 my parents conversation with their friends or something like that we were always told like you need to stop that was rude adults are talking in this room unless it's an emergency and even if it is you need to come up and immediately state like hey there's an emergency i need your attention you know, there was very defined rules of how you acted around other adults and how you presented yourself inside group and social settings. And I just think that it's gone out the window. All the parents now think their kids are specialist little snowflake and we all hey, need to fucking do you watch think them. That, do you think it's that the parents don't want to do the hard thing or that the parents are just unconscious and just uh, reacting? I would say majority of them are. I would say majority of them are unconscious. I think that they're not unconscious. Yeah, I think that they're just reacting. Yeah, and listen, I'm not, I'm swimming in the deep end here, and I know I don't have kids and stuff, but I I watch it and observe it quite a bit, and I know that that's the easiest thing to do is just to give them what they want and send them on their way. It seems really right. fucking hard to have to constantly discipline, constantly reinforce, constantly set boundaries, right? Like it just seems like a relentless task. So but if you're consistent, it doesn't like, it doesn't um, like, so nine out of 10 times when I say to my kids, okay, let's come to the garage and work out. They just get up. No, like yesterday they were watching a movie, dude. It was seven o'clock at night. It was freezing outside. I go, okay, boys, they're in a dark room. I poke my head and I'm like, okay, come to the garage and work out. And like, I'm always like blown away that they come in there and do it. But you know yeah. why they do it? Because they've just been doing it. Yeah. It's just been great. It's, it's all they know. And yeah, you're it's still it's still in the discipline in them because now they'll have that kind of earned yeah. constant confidence later on when they go, oh, I don't really feel like this. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter if we kind of feel like it or not, it the work needs to get done, right? And then they yeah. just and kind then of we roll worked through out for it. an hour. And every time I go, Hey, do you feel better than when we started? And they go, Yeah, way better. And I go, Okay, go back to your movie. Yeah. It, hey, and the crazy thing well, is, is when you have when you put those boundaries and you teach your your kids how to operate in those social settings or how to how to operate towards other adults and and interact with them. And then the adults like your kids. It's like they get they get a ton of attention and they get the best out of each adult that they're around, right? Like you you know yeah. how it is. Like half the time, like I'm over at at your place, you have to be like, dude, come on, you have to come in the studio. We have to get shit done. You can't just keep fucking around with the kids, right? <laughs> because I want yeah, to be yeah. around them. They're fun to be around, and it and it's funny too yeah. because I don't do this on purpose, but you could tell some of the kids that I like naturally gravitate towards in the gym when I see them. Right. And I'm like, Oh, you know, and it's, and it's, it's easy because I know that I could give them a little bit more. I could hang out with them. And then if I have to like curl it back and be like, Hey, sorry, you got to go back into the kid's room or Hey, sorry, this has to have to happen. They're like, cool with it too. They're right. just easier to manage. Right. They're like, Oh, okay. You're right. Thanks for letting me, you know, come out and hang out and run around the gym for a minute. 
w- by the way, when I do that, when there's other kids around, I'm like, hey, time to work out. And um, half the kids that aren't my kids will be like, I'm not going. And I'll be like, that's fine. But guess what? They all they all end up coming. Of course. They always do. They always end up coming because they see that working out's fun. Hey, you're going to do 100 pull-ups. Each of us know you're going to take turns and we're going to get to 100. Yep. It just, it just you guys are going to play catch, and if anyone drops the ball, you do a burpee. I mean, just so easy. Yeah. Yeah. I wish more uh, parents were conscious of that. But, you know, that's why we get a bunch of entitled people that are in society now. <laughs> thanks for letting me call in, hijack the show. I'm glad the phone works. Yeah, thanks for doing that. I'm actually, we're going to sign off after this too. I got to head down to the uh, gym for our challenge workout. So relatively short, short show this morning. But thanks for calling in and All keeping right, cool. us company. Okay, safe All travels right, back. Hey, crazy, crazy, hey, it, but by the way, if I don't know, it's crazy that we're doing a CrossFit Open, isn't it? Yeah. The 2024 CrossFit Games Open Sevon podcast uh, in conjunction with Born. Well, maybe I shouldn't say yet. But how exciting. <laughs> how exciting. It's going to be. What a, what a Friday Night Lights, Pepper, Hopper, Mertens versus Taylor Sell. Yeah. In person. J.R. Howell in the house, head referee. Oh, it's going to be pre-game, post-game. Hey, what's the best shoe in the business? With the best shoe in the business. (laughs) Hey, Omar asked, "What? I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it's a coup, dude. It's a coup. How did Nike never do this? When? How has no one ever done this before? Because we weren't around, dude. Thousand live listeners, dude. Because we we weren't around. We weren't around to make it happen. This is crazy. Oh, we need to release something, by the way. Tomorrow, what do we? Tomorrow morning, uh, Waterpalooza will become free for the world, right? Okay. And we're you also, know, uh, don't we have maybe since if we and then and then and then tomorrow's Monday, tomorrow's Monday, yeah. May, and oh, and then we release episode eight tomorrow, okay? So, episode eight tomorrow behind the paywall, and then oh, do we then have, maybe we, let's release Wadapalooza Tuesday then. Wadapalooza free for the world on Tuesday, on Tuesday, and then tomorrow we just release uh, episode eight, uh, yep. And we and, can release it in the morning since we're not doing a podcast in the morning, let's just release it at seven, okay? There we go. That's the schedule. You cool Omar. with that, Caleb? That sounds great to me. There we go. All right. Done deal. Okay. Thank you. I'll chat with you later. All right. Safe Bye, travels. Ciao. Safe later. travels. Bye. Bye. Okay, cool. That's awesome. He just helped us fill like 40 minutes of it. <laughs> Especially because like not knowing what's going to go on with these like shows. And I'm in like a scramble to try to find material for it. And I'm just like, oh, man. Okay, so we're going to leave off on this uh, very last one here. It's called Inside CrossFit HQ. Guys, we have footage inside of CrossFit HQ, the actual employees working hard to keep expanding the methodology here. And uh, so Caleb will bring this up. And this is what I imagine it is like. Thought is, okay, this looks like any lab at a university back home. But then it dawns on you that it's completely silent. No one is doing anything. There was no typing, no mouse clicking, nothing. We saw one guy looking at the Google homepage, but he wasn't searching for anything. He was just staring blankly at the screen. The one person we saw there who actually looked like he knew how to use a computer was, of course, the one person they wanted us to meet. Very nice to meet you as well. 
Sorry to disturb you while you're working. Yes. Actually, I was looking through my papers. It's a published in the in journals. This is about string theory. This is done in collaboration with some some foreign scientists in Europe. Oh wow! Yeah, that's great. Considering North Korea's reputation for complete and total suppression of information, this stop was clearly designed to convince us that they had access to the internet, just like the rest of the world, which we knew wasn't true. And that left us wondering, was anything we were seeing real? It felt like we were walking through a real human <laughs> show. Dude, he was using like Windows 98. Are you kidding me? There's no way. Hello, uh, I am learning things. Uh, you must not oh know about them God. because I am smarter than you. I love how he like did a few more clicks before he could turn to talk to anybody. He's like, click, click. Okay, I'm what's very up? involved in this. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, okay, this is going to be a, a pretty, uh, pretty funny joke here. Uh, small team guys got a lot, going, a lot going on. Everybody's staring <laughs> at computer screens. Only, only one person has actual internet access. So. <laughs> Just the Google up with nothing being typed in. That's mm, fucking yeah. wild. That's wild guys. Think about what's happening on other places on this planet. Think about what's happening where you are right now and your fucking nice AC or heated space with your smartphone ready to watch your football football bears and yet there's some poor motherfuckers over in another country that don't even get to decide their favorite colors or what they wear imagine that imagine that and then imagine people in the united states that want that to happen here in the name of equality damn all right we'll leave you guys with that thanks for uh joining us this morning and hanging out as we rant rambled over all sorts of different things caleb any any parting words before we take off here this morning uh if you're not already a ceo member become one uh we'll release the water blues and doc tomorrow and then another episode of behind the scenes on tuesday um subscribe to the channel like the video we'll see y'all later peace adios and goodbye